following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. It's another episode. Here we go. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Interviewing the hottest, newest, and truest of today's celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Chat room is live and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Come watch it live on W4CY Radio. Miss some past episodes? Download on iTunes. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. It's the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. Hope you guys liked our new intro song done by Twiz and White Piece. It's the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, and it says how Ron Russell is so gorgeous in it. <laughs> you gotta like love it, Twiz, man. That was freaking awesome. Everybody like Twism, Twism, Twism. I have met climbers. I have met users. I have met the best in the business. But baby, you got the Academy Award. <laughs> you certainly know how to wiggle your way into this show and become a part of it. And for that, I give you credit. But we're not going to use that song anymore. Yes, we are. I love. Are it. we really? Yeah, it's really good. You have to hear it. I have to play it for you. I didn't. I wanted it to be a surprise for you because you couldn't really hear it. Well, you know, I would have preferred our old one because that's traditional. I know, but it doesn't have you in it. Oh, but that's good. I don't have to be in everything. People know who I am. <laughs> anyway, well, maybe we'll alternate them back and forth. But either way, hello everybody. We got a great show for you guys today. And uh, before we get started, let's say hi to everybody. Starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Who looks gorgeous, by the way, today. Look at that. Yeah, but meanwhile, we're clashing. You with the pink and green and me with the yellow and black. We really have to learn to coordinate what we wear so that we don't look like we fell into a laundry basket. Oh, I like that look. A laundry basket look? Yeah, I think that we're a little too bright, though. Are we too bright? I can't see. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, brightness counts. Um, but that's okay. Hey, what's up, everybody? So I love this shirt. And it's beautiful? gorgeous. You look fabulous. It's so Italian. Italian. I think I'm the one who's too bright. Maybe we don't need the overhead light. It's so Versace. What overhead? That one up there. Because when I did the test this morning, I didn't need any lights, and it was bright go, enough. Go turn the chandelier Let's go see what happens if we turn it off. All right, everybody. So we want to say hi to everybody in the chat room. What's up, chat room? Did that help? No. Okay, so I should. Oh, uh, we don't know if it helped or not because we don't see it yet. The uh, what do you call? Yeah, it helped. The, I'm not Christ, all the, Christ, out. the Christmas tree is not in the shot. Sure it is. Where? Right there. You can see the Christmas tree. Oh, you could barely see it. Uh, what do you want? It's like it's way in another it's all, room. Yeah, but it's so beautiful. It's so bright. It's in another room. Everybody says they love your shirt. I love it. My too. sound though did Very something funny now. Versace. My sound, sound good to me. Then. You sound good funny. on my end. It's your voice that stinks. No, no, really. There's something like I lost, like I don't hear half of the shit anymore. Okay. Well, well. your age, you start to lose hearing. <laughs> and, and other things start to go bad. Um, That's funny. It's true, though. <laughs> I am going to have to fix it because I can't hear. Okay, here we go. Last night we went to see Knives. Out, Knives Out. 
Knives Out. Okay. It should have been a 1945 whodunit. Totally the uh, living room drama where the detective at the end explains the whole thing. I enjoyed the movie immensely. Would have liked to have seen more of Jamie Lee Curtis. What I didn't like were the politics. Folks, don't put politics in your films because you will offend people. Okay? Uh, it was too uh, obvious that they didn't like Trump, and there are many people who do, who won't like the film because of this. It's not a good thing to do politics today in anything. Let the politicians in Washington do their mess. Don't bring it into film. The comments that were made were, in order for you to dislike this family, they all felt that the immigrants coming in here were illegal and shouldn't be here. Uh, that was a very, very strong statement that they made. And one of the characters, of course, defended it and called them racist. Now, I know a lot of people who do believe in America and in the laws of America and who do abide by the laws. And they feel that no one has the right to come into our country because they choose to. If they want to, they should go through all of the bullshit they have to go through to become an American citizen. That's those people. Then, of course, there are other people that feel there shouldn't be any borders, that anybody can go in any country whenever they like. So you can't do this in film. I tell this to many of my friends, friends who are famous, who do political uh, comments. They lose half of their following because today Democrats and Republicans do not get along. On Facebook, if you say something about a Republican or a Democrat, they block you. That's how severe it is. So if you are out there selling a book or a laundry bag or a bed, whatever you're selling, do not do your political views because 50% of the people will not purchase your product. Be smart. Shut up. Keep it to yourself. You can't do anything about it except at the voting booth. When you go to vote, you know who to vote for who you feel is going to do the best for the country. <clears throat> End of speech. But the film was enjoyable, except for the political uh, comments that were not necessary. Ron always says that, too, and he's right. No, because when I go to the movies, I don't want to get a message. I'm not stupid, and I don't need things rammed down my throat. I, I'm very aware of what's going on with the influx of people coming into our country illegally. They're coming in by the millions, I hear, from all over. Not just Mexico, I mean all over now. The whole world wants to be in America. But unfortunately, America can't afford the whole world because the whole world comes and they go and, and mostly they get uh, things that are free. So, you know, we can't afford it. We Americans really can't afford health care and everything that we're giving to these people. They we say go to the movies for entertainment, not political crap. And Dave Hughes from Stars Now UK said that he wants to see he wants to see more of Jamie Lee Curtis also. Yeah, because, you know, <laughs> he doesn't mean, you know, he's a pig. Oh, so. <laughs> come on. She's, she's as old as I am. We're going to, you know. Yeah, everybody wants to see you naked. You're gorgeous. Oh, stop it. But uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, I have a fondness for because I love her father, Tony, very much. Uh, Tony Curtis and I were good friends, and I miss him terribly. Uh, he was the funniest man I have ever met off screen. We had so much fun together, laughs. He was very up. He was very happy. He was very positive. Tony Curtis was absolutely one of my icons. 
and I'm so pleased when people say that I resemble him a bit. That makes me very happy. Mostly when I was younger, we did look a lot alike. And we sound alike. We're the same New York accent, same husky voice. So we want to do some shout-outs. Um, we got a chat room full of people. What's up, Cindy Lady Lake, Bruce Glasgow from B&S Designs, Twism White Piece, Eileen Shapiro, Rock Titan, Thomas Claxton, Dave Hughes from Stars Now UK, Backpack John. I know it's going fast. I can't see everybody. But what's up, you guys? Hope everybody's uh, having a good day. Eileen, go on my Facebook page and look at the picture of me and Jamie uh, Lee Curtis together, okay? I wrote on it. Hey, folks, that's not Jamie Lee Curtis. That's Wayne. Um, what's the last name? Page. Page. That's, <laughs> that's Wayne Page. So I wanted Wayne. To, it's a private joke, folks. Sorry. Um, but actually, it's fun. It's a fun joke, and it's, everything is fun with it. And uh, we want to tell you guys that we got some amazing show for you guys today. We have music royalty coming on the show. We have Kim Sledge from Sister Sledge. Uh, you know her, We Are Family. He's the greatest dancer. She's got tons of great hits. And she's headlining Soho Johnny's Rockin' Holiday Soiree on uh, December 14th in New York City. And then we have Cheryl Cooley coming on, one of the founding members of Climax, which they were like one of the first like powerful girl groups, you know, kind of like a la Spice Girls, except for uh, they did a different kind of music. It was really fun. And uh, she's from the band Climax, who has tons and tons of hits. So we're going to have a great show for you guys today. And you'll have a lot of great music going on. Oh, Oh, Teresa Saban's there, too. Hey, Teresa, what's up? Um, so it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to enjoy our day. Uh, we hope you guys are, too. Uh, we had a great time last week's show. I want to thank everybody who downloaded it. We put the video up uh, yesterday and got like five or 6,000 views in one day, which is really a lot. So thank you, everybody. The snow is snowing. The winds are blowing up in the mountains. We have tons and tons and tons of snow here, and it is absolutely breathtakingly beautiful. As we turn the corner coming into our development, our house is right in front of one of the biggest mountains in Palm Springs, and that whole mountain is white. So to see our house with the palm trees and the sunny beautifulness up against that white snow, it's like a fairy tale. Absolutely. And since I'm not going up on those mountains... Yeah, well, um, I am. I'm just watching them from a distance, no. and they are so beautiful. I'm, I'm <laughs> driving my convertible with the top down, all the way up to Big Bear, and I intend to get out in the snow, look at it for five minutes. The minute I get cold, get back in the car, drive back down to Palm Springs and go swimming. Actually, Rock Titan says his wife has the biggest mountains in Pennsylvania. Well, I didn't say they were the biggest mountains in the country, darling. I said they're the biggest mountains in Palm Springs. Oh, who is this guy? His wife. Who do you think Rock Titan is? That's Scotty J. <laughs> Scotty J. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> you guys haven't even said hello to me and D yet. What the hell? Oh, that's right. I forgot. Hey, oh, what's up, so, everybody? You're so forgettable, Scotty. Hey, you guys. Oh, 9,000 views. We want to like totally like give a shout out. What's up, Scotty J. in Pennsylvania? How you doing? All right, guys. What's going on? Scotty J is the one that screws up our show every time it goes on the blink and we can't see anybody. It's, it's all because, my fault. It's because he and D... It has nothing to do with Scotty. No, he, D, D, D is too busy cruising some guy that just brought lunch. He delivered lunch. He was a cute guy. And D was very busy working him over. And Scotty just, you know, goes off into other worlds and lets the show run itself. I'm go. drinking, I'm, man. I'm drinking. I'm drinking I'm, on the I'm job. Gonna, I'm telling Dean. We got to also say <laughs> hi to the fabulous and gorgeous Danielle at the W4CY Studios in Florida. How you doing, Danielle? Hello, hello, hello. 
There you and go. And let that delivery boy go, Danielle. Oh, then what am I supposed to play with later? Chair, why did my sound just go? I don't know. Mine did too. Microphone device changed to microphone HD. Web. I don't know what the hell happened. Um, guys, Scotty did that. Show's it's over. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, we're not hooked up. Everything was hooked up and suddenly disconnected. I think you're talking to here. Ron, I think you have a hardware issue, my man. I think you got a hardware issue. We cannot hear you through our ear. Oh, now we hear. The, the dog stepped on the cord. Likely story. <laughs> I think you have a hardware issue. No, the dog stepped on the cord. Little baby girl. My, my little girl. It should be did. coming back. Can you guys hear us? Yep. Yeah, it you're is, good. It is okay, back. Okay, we're back. back. I gotta make this is what happens when you shoot from your home and not from a studio. There you go. Hi. But, if but would you have his? Would you have his beautiful Christmas tree in the background if you were in a you studio? You can't though? even see the Christmas. Yes, you can. You can. It looks beautiful. Oh, yeah. it's a, so. Who's who's standing there? Oh, that's hey. it's on delay. <laughs> see, you're blocking the Christmas tree, you horse. Oh well, I can't Get help out it. Get the shot. I'm a little bit of a horse. No, bend over. Oops. We also got Pat Grant and just joined us in the chat room. She's in Canada where it's like zero degrees. And so. plenty of snow. But we love it because now we have the Christmas spirit in Palm Springs. You know, we go to 120 in the summertime and it's really hot. So we enjoy the wintertime when it comes. Our winter, of course, right now is pretty cold for us. It's not seasonable. It should be about 70, 75 in the day and maybe 55 at night. But now we're having uh, 40 at night, which is unheard of, and um, about, what, about 55 in the day? Yeah, 60? 55, 60, 65 maybe. Maybe 65. Eileen says she's going to be here next month to see the mountains. But everybody's seen your mountains, so you can come and see our mountains. <laughs> yeah. Right, Eileen? They want to know who wins in a snowball fight, you or me. Oh, I Probably don't... he would win because I don't do those kinds no, of things. No, I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't... <laughs> Jimmy skis. I used to ice skate years ago with Bobby Denard. Bobby Denard was on Long Island, and he had his own ice ring. He used to skate with the famous Sonia Henney. He was in all the beautiful Christmas skating shows. and uh, he was He's a... a skater, and I'm a skier. And he was a friend of mine. <laughs> And, now you know who's the butch and, one. <laughs> and Bob, Bobby, I'm, I'm telling a story you're interrupting. Oh, well. It's very rude. We have to call our guest anyway. Finish well, your it, story. No, I'm not going to finish it now. People are going to wonder where I was going with it. And it's a very funny story. You were going with Bobby Denard someplace. It's a very funny story. So now I'm going to not do it. There okay. you go. Now your show is going to go down. No, it's not. People, people will wait for you to tell them later. <laughs> mm -hmm. I shan't say another word. So, uh, so Scotty J, does our guest look like she's online? Uh, Kim Sledge. We're calling Kim Sledge first. Kim Sledge first. Yeah, we got her. So let's let's play a song. We'll play Sister Sledge's "We Are Family," and uh, hopefully, like uh, YouTube doesn't shut us down. And uh, we're gonna call call Kim Sledge right now and get oh, her right. on the we line. Have issues with that? Yeah, sometimes we do. It just depends. Um, so we're gonna figure out how we can do it. So how about you guys? Both got it? Yes. Yep. All right, on enjoy. All right, everybody, we're getting ready to call our very first guest. It's music royalty, the fabulous Kim Sledge, and here is one of their big hits from Sister Sledge, We Are Family. Enjoy.
All right, we're back. We're live. All right, everybody. That was Sister Sledge. We are family. Now we're going to like talk with Kim Sledge. But before we introduce her, we want to make sure we can hear her. So, Kim, say something. Hello, hello, hello. There we go. Oh, that's perfect. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, one of the legends of music and one of the sisters of Sister Sledge, Kim Sledge. Hello and welcome to the show. Hello. How are you doing? We so are so good to be fabulous. We're, we're so happy to have you. Let me introduce you to everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hello. Hello, my darling. I'm so lucky. I know uh, Kathy. I know your sister Kathy, and now I know you. And uh, that makes me so happy because your group uh, is probably one of the finest groups that ever were to uh, produce music. And I'll explain that later as we get into the show. Well, thank you. You. Thank you so much. Nice to meet you. Nice meeting you also. Let me introduce you to the rest of the team. We have uh, uh, running our videos who's in Philadelphia, actually, Mr. Scotty J. Scotty J, say hello to Kim Sledge. Hey, Kim, how are you? I love your tree. <laughs> Woo, thank you. Thank you very much. I'm great. How are you? Great, great. Thank you. Good. And then I have, uh, we have uh, running the boards at, at the W4CY studios in Florida. We have Danielle. Danielle, say hello. Hello, and welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Danielle. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm great. This is great. It's all a party all over the place. All over the place. Then we have a chat room full of people. We have Canada. We have Australia. We have Belgium. We have the United States. Tons of people in the chat room. So just say hi to what everybody in the, the chat UK, room. What about the UK? And the UK, yes. Yeah, so just say hi to everybody in the chat room. How you doing? Hey. There you go. Yay. And I'm Jimmy Starr. We want to welcome you to the show. It's really an honor to have you. You are such a legend. And, um, and Ron, you want to tell your story? Well, sure. Uh, now, not to blow my own horn, but I had a TV show called Set the Record Straight. I interviewed Betty Davis, Jane Russell, Cliff Robertson, uh, Lauren Bacall. The list of major stars goes on and on, okay? Oh, I, I knew most of them, and they never uh, affected me. They were like people, you know, actors, and like, I, they don't bother me. Nobody in the business. I he never, doesn't get excited, is what I, he means. I, know, I knew Rock Hudson, you know, everybody. Now I'm at a party uh -huh. in Philadelphia. It's an after party for a black TV show that was coming on the air. It was a wonderful show. We went to see it. It was hysterically funny. Now we're mingling around meeting people. And who's standing there but Kathy Sledge? And 
I spotted her. So I started jumping up and down like a teenager, screaming to Jimmy, Jimmy, get over here. And I was like literally like 50 yards away. Get over here, get over here. It's Kathy Sledge. It's Kathy Sledge. And she's looking at me like, oh, my God, what drug is this son of a bitch on? But, you know, no, really. She she was just looking at me like I was crazy. And I said, oh, forgive me, Kathy, but I love you. She said, what are you talking about? I, and I explained the story about that song that you girls put together, We Are Family, was a national anthem of gay people. And it bound us. It made us feel togetherness. And the song was wonderful. And it came at a time when when gay people needed it more than anything. And she was very moved by that and touched by that. So we spent the majority of the evening speaking. And then I interviewed her outside, mm -hmm. a 10-minute interview. Now I have the pleasure of meeting you and interviewing you, and I have to tell you the same thing as I told your sister. Thank you so much for that wonderful song. It's almost religious. It goes beyond music. It has such tremendous meaning to so many people in the world to unite. We are all brothers and sisters, no matter what color, what religion, what sexuality. Mm -hmm. God made all of us, and we are all brothers and sisters. And I don't know that you ever understood your song to be that deep, did you? Well, you know what? We've seen from our travels and met so many groups of people from all over the world, like you said. And just knowing that that's been a song of love, a song of unity, a song that does say that all men are created equal. Everyone is created equal. And we all have the same blood. We all have the same right to be loved. And also, we always have, we all have the same privilege to love. So we need to embrace each other, especially even now, during this time in, in the world. We need unity. We need unity. Absolutely. In well said. Absolutely. Republicans, Democrats, do you hear that? We need unity. Now, moving on. I loved and adored Mary Wells. I grew up with Mary Wells, the queen of Motown. Mm -hmm. Nothing in the world could ever take the place, my guy. And so you know that, 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 that did you know that Sister Sledge did a remake of my yes, guy? Yes, they did a cover of it. I know that. And it was a hit, a huge hit. I know that. <laughs> and, you, and you're stepping on my feet. I'm going to punch you in the face. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm, I'm ruining where I'm going with it. So there you are. You girls are a two-time winner with me. Because to honor Mary Wells that way, she was absolutely fabulous. I have interviewed a lot of rock, uh, rock uh, not rock and roll, uh, soul singers who mm -hmm. said that Mary Wells was the only one who enunciated when she sang. And wow. I think I think it was, who was it? I think it was um, John Warwick, or one of them said to me, yeah, she didn't do Dems and Ds and Doe's like, yeah, you all knows what I'm doing, I'm going to sing. <laughs> she, she sang absolutely clear. And mm -hmm. perfect. And mm -hmm. everybody made an issue of that. And I never thought of that. I just thought she had a beautiful voice. You so interesting. Oh, oops, I'm about to cut you off. But that's such a good point, though. Mm -hmm. yeah. My grandma, when she used to line us up at the piano when we were little, she said the most important thing, and my mom, too, you've got to enunciate your words. If it's a song, people want to, some songs are people's favorite songs. They want to know what the words are. So that's so important that you would note that and say that. That's so true. Means a lot. Uh, I mean, the, the the singers of my day, uh, Doris Day or uh, Johnny Manthus, they enunciated their words, and that's why we're able to sing along with them. But today, with these rap people, oh, I have no idea what they're saying, and I have no idea what the song is about. I mean, what do you think of rap? 
<laughs> I believe that one day when we're all at the pearly gates, there's going to be all kinds of music on every corner. I really think there is. So I think there's going to be folks up there rapping too. Because you know what? Look, it's a great form. It's another art form. Just positive, but all music should be positive, though. Oh, I think oh, so, definitely. too. I agree with that. Now, well, on a, a sad note, um, when I was speaking with Kathy a couple of years ago, her mm -hmm. sister, your sister passed away. Yes. And yes. the family was very, very upset about it. The uh, world was very upset. Which, which sister was it? Joni. Joni, right? It was Joni. Yeah, I have a, I've got a picture here. Oh, my yes. gosh, how beautiful. Yeah, I'll show you. I bring this out every Christmas. That is so beautiful. Look at you guys. We're actually in yeah, the like, in the life. Oh, how pretty. So now tell us who everybody is in Look the picture. Here's Joni with the big smile and the dimples. I always have okay. this. Okay. Right. Here's Debbie. Right. Happy. And that's me. Oh, my gosh. That's what a beautiful, beautiful picture. Your, your mother and my father were that's very so cool. proud. Thank you so for sharing that. What a that's beautiful, so beautiful family you are. So so our very first, so we started out as a, as a radio show, and then we transitioned over to like a Skype television show. And actually, Kathy was our very first television guest. Yes, and, and she actually um, invited us, and we went and saw her do. Um, oh, my God, Billy Holiday. Billy Holiday in New York, because we used to live at, in Pennsylvania. At 54 under, under, under. No, it wasn't at 54. It wasn't at 54. It was wasn't it under 54? No. Whatever. Anyway, Kathy was superb. She really did Billy. Uh, and so we're so excited now to have you on here. And one thing I should tell everybody, because you have you have two fantastic solo albums, you guys. And um, one of her albums is called The Sacred Story, and the other one is is called Peaceful. And it's uh, and the Sacred Story is holiday music, and this is the holidays. So everybody needs to go to iTunes and and Google Kim Sledge and download it because it is beautiful. It is really like the music is beautiful. She's got the most fabulous voice. And she also, on one of these albums, she does a cover of a song for you, which is like one of my favorite all-time songs ever. Oh, <laughs> it's such a great song. It so, is. As far as being all in, in entertainment, you know, with us all being in entertainment, it, it just speaks about what it's like, you know, the, the heart of a person who's performing and um, what it means to the whole perspective, from our perspective as artists. It's it's really great. So I know you would appreciate that. Both oh no, absolutely. You know, it's a sin that music has um, era. Music <laughs> should not have era, because you girls can be forever girls. I mean, there's no such thing as oh, I remember them from the '80s, '90s, or whatever. Your music, your voices are today. You you Timeless. you could give such pleasure to everyone if they'd open their stupid minds and know that age is not a disease age is something wonderful as we grow older we grow wiser and we're able to give to you younger people the knowledge that we have and these girls when they sing they sing today not yesterday and that's the same thing with my sweetheart who i love and adore my uh finally oh cc peniston. peniston do you know cc peniston Yes, yes, she's great. Do you love her? Do you she's love a very her good pieces? friend of ours. She's my darling. Do you love her to pieces? <laughs> I adore her. I think she's the most wonderful person in the world. Which brings me to my story. Kathy lives in Newtown. We lived in Doylestown, one Is town he... away. Yeah. You're in Pennsylvania someplace, right? I am. I am. I'm right around the corner from Kathy. 
Oh. Okay, so you're in, New <laughs> you're in Newtown also. So I said to Kathy, I'm inviting you and your hubby over, making a big Italian dinner. You're going to come. She said, yes. Now we're talking about um, Patty LaBelle. Patty LaBelle. So oh, I, I said, I love and adore Patty LaBelle. She's like my favorite singer in the world. Nobody hits those notes like Patty. She yes. said, oh, I know her very well. I said, oh, you do. She said, you know, maybe I should ask Patty to come to dinner with us. Well, mm -hmm. I was going to drop dead for a second time in my life because if I haven't <laughs> met Patty LaBelle, I mean, forget about it. That's it, baby. Johnny Mantis and Patty LaBelle, and I'm done with my life. I mean, I've lived. I have met the icons of the earth. Uh, anyway, we moved before we did any of that. You know, time and business screws us up. But mm -hmm. Kathy owes me Patty LaBelle. Now, if you can get me Patty LaBelle, I love you too. So you know Patty LaBelle too, right? Of course she does. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, we've worked together before. and Well, you know she's got that new pie, the Patty pie. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I eat he it all the time. It. it weighs 40 pounds. <laughs> did you ever weigh a pie, a pie in your life like LaBelle's pie? Oh, my God. How was it? A cobbler pie? Delicious. Oh, my God. So, right. I haven't tried the cobbler yet, but. Delicious. And these are all. He her, likes the blueberry. There's like a, a boysenberry yes. or like raspberry these, or something when he likes. These are all her grandmother's recipes, you know. They're real recipes of patties. Now, what's patty? Everybody loves patty, so I'm not even going to ask that stupid question. No one has ever said a negative thing about her. I've never asked Aretha, but you never know. <laughs> I don't think she and Patty got along, but well, um, they didn't get along. You know, we met when we first worked with Patty. It's a really funny story, and I love this story. I remember doing a show with her, and she, before the show, she was like, she was just checking us out. You know, she's, she's, she's such a superstar, you know, and we just had so much respect and honor for her as an artist. Anyway, so she's like watching our show. She's got like this cool look on her face, you know, not... She wasn't unfriendly. She's just quiet. So I remember after the show, she comes to us and she says, you know what? You girls are the real thing. I thought you weren't. So she wasn't going to give us any accolades or kudos until she checked us out. <laughs> well, of course, because she's an honest woman. And I believe that in her music. I mean, really, seriously, how she hits those notes, I'll never know. And she's my age. She's 79 years old, the same as me. And she still hits those notes that break crystal. Oh, my gosh. So you, you know what? How about this? I think music, entertainment, the arts, it keeps us all young. Oh, it absolutely. Does. Absolutely. Just keeps us young. You can't even tell what our ages are because our hearts are into what we're doing. It makes us glow. It makes us exude joy. And you know what? I see that. I see that when I'm looking at both of you. I see that when I look at Patty. It's endless. So I'm, I'm so appreciative for what music does for the soul. Our business keeps us in today. It and today, today requires that we look alive, healthy, and good. <laughs> Better. <laughs> <laughs> so we work very hard at it to keep, yeah. you know, people out there don't realize that a singer does more than just sing. Uh, she's got to maintain her figure, her looks, her intelligence, her beauty, everything. Because you're a whole package of a show. And you got to stay in shape so you can perform in and front you, of thousands of people. And you sisters are really pretty girls. You didn't get any dogs in the whole family, and that's good. Because <laughs> the, the, no, the Andrew sisters, one sister could haunt a house. And I used to feel sorry for her because the other one was a beauty. You know, So it's sad. 
But you're beautiful. Kathy's beautiful. And, of course, Joni was. And Debbie, they're all beautiful. And you're all beautiful girls. So mom and dad really are proud people. We had a sister. We have a sister named Carol, too, who would come and fill in every time Debbie was was expecting. Our sister oh, kept- how cool. Oh, and your poor father kept trying and trying for a son. And he kept getting daughters <laughs> and daughters and daughters. Five yeah. girls. Oh, yeah. what a- that bathroom had to be crowded in the morning. <laughs> So, so some of the some some like trivia things that people might not know. I mean, it's great. You guys performed everywhere. You know everybody. Um, I, I have a, just a personal like thing because I know you guys performed on um, Saturday Night Takeaway, and I I like Ant and Deck a lot. Um, were Ant and Deck cool like when you did that? Everybody Ant and Deck they yeah, like they host like X Factor UK. They do all kinds of huge shows in the in the United Kingdom. Um, first of all, was it fun? And second of all, were they cool? Well, you know what. First of all, it was so much fun. It was so much fun doing that. Just seeing other artists and talking to a lot of the hosts and some of the performers. Um, I think there is just a, there's a culture and there is um, a camaraderie yes. between, between the artists. It, there's inside language. There's just inside things that you just know. Yes. It's great because we can speak a language or give a look and we know exactly what we're talking about. Absolutely. Do we ever? You know, the other thing, too, I was thinking about how great it is to have this privilege because I think it's all, a, it's really a gift. You know, God gives you this gift to be able to take people to a place where they walk in, they may be down, they may be down and out. Who knows what's going on in their personal life? But they can take that time and sit down for a little bit, for a few moments and be encouraged, you know, be lifted up. Uh, because music does that, entertainment does it, the arts do that. Speaking to people about who they are and what's in them and where they can go and giving them vision, I love that. And that is an entertainer's privilege. You know, Absolutely. I, I did stand up. I did stand up comedy for many years in lots of supper clubs, not gay, straight supper clubs. Mm-hmm. And I remember one evening, I think it was a town and country club in Brooklyn, uh-huh. a very elderly woman came up to me after the show and she said, thank you for making me laugh all night long. You're very funny. I found out today, she said that I had only three months to live. And yes, and I got so moved by that, that I said to her, laughter will keep you alive longer. So laugh as much as you can, because Mm -hmm. laughing is healing. And she hugged me, she kissed me and said, God bless you. And I never forgot that story to date. What a thrill it was, beyond being paid, beyond notoriety, beyond fame. Just yeah. the thrill that another human being mm-hmm. I made happy. That was that's my, my thing in life. And you and guys I know have been you doing the that same for way. and you guys have been doing it for a long time with such great, great hit songs. Now here's a question Wait, I always ask. Where did you come up with uh, We Are Family? How did it come about? Nile Rogers. No, not you, Jimmy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm friend, well, we know we work with Ryan Nile Rogers, so yeah. like I know him. We, we do, but go ahead. I want to hear, I want to hear Kim's story. <laughs> okay. Well, we were asked to. We were actually put together with Nile, um, Nile Rogers and Bernard Edwards with the Sheet Guys um, through our record company. They were looking for someone to produce, and they were given the roster from our record company at the time. I think it was Henry Allen. Phil Hurt was a part of that group. And um, they put us together because they felt like we would be a good mix. And it was very interesting. It really, it really was. 
they are, first of all, multiple, multi-talented. And they were, at the, of course, they were at the time. But the difference in how we were raised, our grandmother taught us very early. We talked about enunciation. We talked about rehearsal, being extremely disciplined. So we would always be at the piano rehearsing all the time. We walk into the studio, they tell us, they don't tell us any of the songs. They don't tell us what we're going to be doing. Some of the songs weren't written yet. And the, the weird thing for us was, is that we were taught, you hit it and quit it. You learn a song until you can sleep singing it. And then you right. walk, you kick out an album in two weeks, it's done. Well, it wasn't like that for them at all. And <laughs> they're like, fish out of water, especially Debbie, because Debbie was always like our harmonizer, our arranger. But at any rate, the, fun, the funny thing is that we are family. That song was recorded the very last day. They wrote the words while we were there, and they said this. We've been watching you guys these past couple of weeks. Now we can write the song. So it was custom written for us, specifically, they told us. Oh, that's awesome. That was a wonderful story. You went in the, and guess what, though? We went to the studio and recorded in one take. There you a, go. That doesn't, that doesn't happen well, very often. Well, it does. It's called magic. And <laughs> it, magic happens once in a while in our lives where everything seems to come together and becomes perfection. And, Jimmy, what do I always say to you? Stop singing. You don't know the lyrics. If you don't know the lyrics to a song, please don't sing the song. Because in singing, you have to know the lyrics in order to make the voice make the music. If you don't understand the lyric, the song is flat, like blah, blah, blah. Question, do you know Johnny Mantis, my sweetheart friend? Do I don't know him. I've been to his You show. don't know Johnny Mantis? I, I, <laughs> oh, shame on you. Uh, it is a shame. And he He is one of the kindest, sweetest, very religious, gentle, lovely man you ever want to meet. He's the kindest human being. I adore him. Love to meet him. We just have not had the privilege of, of meeting him, but I look forward to that. So I have and some he hellos. would love you. He would love you. I have some hellos from you. First of all, Eileen Shapiro told me to tell you hello. And um, and she's talking with Cece Peniston on the phone right now. And Cece Peniston Cece, just said, Cece, I love you. We're, her, we're Cece's publicist. And, uh, so, so you're getting all kinds oh, of hellos. Hey, hey, Eileen, ask Cece if she's coming to our Christmas party. I'm begging her. <laughs> I'm begging her to fly in. Please, so please, anyway, please. hold on. So we want to go back. Then, then I want to. Kathy, yeah. she's got to come. I got, I got to tell Kathy I, that she was on this whole call because she, Kathy loves her too. She just adores her. Kathy introduced me to her. Oh, that's That's perfect. Maybe we'll do a show and get you and Kathy we and gotta, Cece to wanna, all, all Skype in at the no, same time. I've been <laughs> here's what I've been saying all along. I would love to do a two-hour show tribute to Mary Wells. And I will invite all the singers on to sing a song together or song. singular. No, all of Mary's songs, because her songs were wonderful. I think that a tribute should be done because Mary Wells was the founder and the, the and created Fabulous. Uh, Motown. I mean, Motown she, was, she was the Motown sound, absolutely. And I would love to do that. And I want to invite you and Kathy and Cece and, and, and uh, what's her name? Everybody we can get. Oh, oh, everybody we had. And John Warwick, who we've had on, and all of you. To, and, of course, LaBelle. Oh, oh. Whoa, LaBelle, I'll drop dead right in the studio. Oh. So hold on, we need to do a little ad, and then after we do the ad, we're going to play your song. And here's our ad, everybody. So you guys, on December 14th, 
in New York City, there's Soho Johnny's Rockin' Holiday Soiree being headlined by the fabulously talented Kim Sledge Yay! and Leon and the Peoples, who we had on two weeks ago. You guys love them both. They're fabulous. Um, bet proceeds of the benefits go to the American Cancer Society. You can get tickets at www.sohojohnny.com. If you want to call, you can call 1-800-595-4849 to get tickets. There's also going to be a Donna Summer tribute artist, Rainier Martin, a Teddy Prendergrass tribute artist, Stan the Man Hampton, Debonair Casanova, Strafe, Michael Musto, Desi and the Undercover Band. And then you go and you see the fabulous Kim Sledge singing, singing those Sister Sledge super hits. We Are Family, the greatest dancer. He's the, it's a, he's the greatest dancer, right? It's, he's, he's the greatest he's dancer. The greatest dancer. Yeah. Do you have a song that's your like favorite favorite song to sing? You know, I love Greatest Dancer is so much fun because there's always a greatest dancer in the audience. I mean, that song... I've met yeah, so you have to do that one. Come on, you have to. It's 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 demanded. I mean, if I came to see you in concert and you didn't, I'd throw a chair up on the stage. Oh I'd God. yell at you. you I'd scream at you. Do you like performing them all? You gotta come up and perform. You gotta come up and dance. Yeah. That's something we cannot do alone. That's a party song for everybody. So. Absolutely. So so you have um, all your music is good. You know. Years ago, we had albums for people out there. An album was a round disc, and it was black, and it had grooves in it. And you put it on a thing called a phonograph or a Victrola or, or a, a stereo player. or a record player. <laughs> that was a machine that spun around with a needle that made the music, okay? Oh, I can't believe I'm saying this. But one side would be everything we love, and the other side would be the garbage, the second song, the song the that B never side. made they it. They call it the B-side. The B-side. Your music... Every side was good. There was no bit. In other words, I think I don't think you were on uh, records. I think I got you on the little cassettes that I put <laughs> in my Walkman. No, we your family was an album. Yeah, yeah it an was. Album. But that I think, was, but I don't think I had your album. I think I had your Walkman cassette, which yeah. was. And every every song one after another. An eight track tape. Remember eight track tapes? Probably no. people listening don't even know no, what an eight track tape is. I'm talking about the little mini tape. <laughs> Remember the a walk set. The Walkman. That's a cassette. Oh, for the Walkman, yeah. Uh, I had a little cassette of you guys. I put you in my Walkman, and I would be all over singing and dancing in the kitchen and the bathroom all over to your music. But there was never on that cassette a song I didn't like. Wow. Uh, and that's that's hard because a lot of times the B songs weren't so good. You know, I love that song "Thinking of You" too. That there's a song on there that was called "Thinking of, of You" and the things you do to me. I love that. music. Love you have so many great hits. You have so many oh, hits. It's phenomenal. So many you can't remember them all because there are too many. Uh, oh. Now, oh. did you did you have anything to do? And I loved it, and it didn't go. Oh, we're gonna play music though. It Ron. didn't go anywhere. Crystal Ball. I know that's not her. Uh, that was actually I don't know. Uh, who, who was no, it? Tanya Tiet, who sometimes comes in. We play used to play a song, and it I was called. It. I forgot what it was called. I thought now. one of the Sledge sisters was involved. Well, Tanya Tiet is sometimes in Sister Sledge. Oh, okay. Yeah, it used her as an independent artist at different times. She's not really a member of Sister Sledge. Right. Love her. But but she's did, did you know the song well, she, she did? She did a song called Crystal Ball, something Crystal Ball. I forgot the name of it, but it was a great song. We used to play it all the time. It was a disco. It was a memory of the disco days, and it was called Crystal Ball. And I loved it. I really did. And I played it. And I don't know. It In never... the chat room, they're asking, what's an 8-track? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we have a lot of young fans, too, Kim. That's why I, I described a phonograph to them. 
So here's what I want to do real quick. I couldn't though. say a Victrola I because want... that's too old. Everybody, everybody knows Sister Sledge songs and how fabulous they are, but everybody has not heard Kim Sledge solo songs. And um, so we're going to play a track called Emmanuel. And what I want, uh, first of all, I want to make sure they've got it. Do you guys have it? Scotty, J, and Danielle, do you have it? Yes, I do. And I have one question. Ron, do you want me to leave you plugged in so you can listen? Yes, plug me in, please, definitely. Okay, Absolutely. and so hold on, Scotty J, you have it? Yes. All right, so what I want you to do, Kim, is you, uh, you like, announce it. Um, you know, give, give it, like, a little intro, and then when you're ready and you're finished with your intro, say enjoy, and that'll be their cue to play it. And then we're going to let everybody hear it real quick, and then we'll come back and talk. Okay, all right. Just tell me when, now. Go, go, go. Go, go, go. Everybody. We'd love you to hear this song. I'd love you to hear it. It's my, one of my favorite songs. It is about the season, and it's about Emmanuel who come to just cover us with his love. It's a love song for the season, and this season is all about love. Enjoy. That's right.
we're back, right? All right, we are. Wow. we are live. Everybody, that was Kim Sledge. The name of the song was Emmanuel, and it's on both of her solo albums, The Sacred Story and Peaceful, which I love the Peaceful like album cover with you and the dove. Um, it's absolutely well, beautiful, I, I, and everybody in the chat room is like freaking out, loving it, and they said, "What a great arrangement!" Because it's very different. Th this is a song to get massaged by. If you're getting massaged and this music is on, your soul is grateful to you. The music is beautiful, the lyrics are beautiful, but the voice is outrageously beautiful because you can hold a note, my dear, which is something most people don't do anymore. They cut sing, you know. You are a singer. You hold the note. You bring us, you take us with you in the note. You give us, my, our brains, a chance to understand the note, the lyric, the flute, I love the flute. Do you? I, I love your song, and I swear to God, I'm not lying. No smoke up anybody's butt. The truth. Oh, thank And I you. think I'm falling in love with you, too, as Kathy. I think you're a talented person. I love your talent. I love what you bring to us. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Don't make me cry on this. No, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't do baloney. Everybody that know, if you know who I am, Ron Russell tells the truth. Sometimes it's not so nice. But... <laughs> But, but you know your sisters oh. and you were definitely giving a god were given a godly gift as far as i'm concerned uh i i i adore your group i respect your group i have for over what 40 years now how how many years 40 50 years i've loved you as i love johnny mantis i have every album every music johnny's ever made i adore johnny and i had the pleasure of meeting him three or four times really? and he and he is just so shy and so timid. When you tell him how much you love his music, he puts his head down and he sort of softly says, thank you. I mean, he's just a lovely person. Oh, actually, uh, I'm getting text messages from Eileen, too. And Eileen said that she would like to do it. She's like my business partner, but she writes for like 50 of the biggest publications in the world. And she would like to do an interview with you. Absolutely. Uh, she says, ask, you, ask, ask him if I can do an interview if you can. So I'm asking you on air and... And uh, we can hook it up through well, Kim uh, is a good Theo. We can hook it up through Theo, which we want to thank Theo. We have to thank Theo. Thank you, Theo. Yeah, and Theo, you're a rock star, dude. So thank you so much. And Kim is a very good talker, so she'll do a good interview. So, so, so <laughs> you've me. already had a chance. We got a couple of minutes left. You've already oh. like worked with like every famous person on the planet. Do you have like anything on your bucket list? I noticed too that you you have a little bit of a credits like acting and on talk shows and and there was even a family feud the lennon sisters versus sister sledge did you guys win no uh. <laughs> no that's why we did we won first we won every game until the last one that my mom they asked her what was her favorite thing in the world we were or what did people want more than anything in the world she says ice cream uh. <laughs> Like ice cream. Her thing was ice cream. No matter what, any time of the day, ice cream. Oh, that's good. <laughs> we, that's lose, we lost. We didn't win. <laughs> so, I think that's hilarious. Uh, so you once. So you got a bucket list. Like if you if you guys were gonna go and you could go perform or you could do a duet or you could sing with anybody, you know, in the world that you maybe haven't, who's on your bucket list with oh my gosh, how great would it be to perform with this person? To actually perform one on one, it would be Andrea Bocelli. Oh, I wow. wow. I love him, too. What an interesting choice. Uh, and, and I also love, it would have been Aretha. <clears throat> oh, yeah, Aretha. Aretha. Somehow, and, Aretha never did it for me. No? I why, no, I don't know why. 
So, uh, no. I'm basically team Patty LaBelle. Like I have every yeah, Patty I'm, LaBelle. I'm, I'm a Patty. I'm a Patty. I like fan. Aretha. I think Aretha's super fabulous, but, yeah, but Patty is like the one. Yeah, but they always maybe that's what it was. The press used to always put them at war with each other. Or oh. who do you like better, Aretha or Patty? And I'm a Patty fan. I mean, there's no no question about it. Even Aretha was, you know, okay, but she didn't have the style. On my own, okay. Let's do on my own, Patty LaBelle. What a beautiful blend of a black woman and a white man. And the music was gorgeous and the song and LaBelle just takes you away. Aretha sort of okay. Aretha smacked you in the face with it. But Patty Patty, Patty caressed you. Wait, wait, let's it. hear what Kim has to say. It was from a certain era. And I loved we, we grew up with that. I mean, we grew up listening to um we did a lot of Aretha songs when we came up, like Spirit in the Dark, and we used to do um respect and all those things in the clubs from like the early days so later when we started oh but labelle when patty was in labelle oh my gosh just two totally different types of music all together i can totally respect what you're saying first of all there never should have been a battle between the two of them because they were so incredibly different but so powerful equally as powerful but in their own very, very specific ways, you know? So you, you, you can't really, I don't know. I have, I have no, to say, because- Aretha used to hit high notes by screaming, ah, with that ah sound. <laughs> LaBelle is the violin. No one hits those C's like a LaBelle. Nobody in the planet can go there. No one. Now, I have so many friends that, that know Patty, like Nicole, <clears throat> yeah, Lily McLeod. Lily oh. McLeod, you know Lily McLeod. Oh, Actually, Nicole Jane McLeod, I think she goes. Yeah, Nicole, whatever. whatever. She changed her name. Wait, wait, I want to go back. Wait, there. wait. Hold all on. those people, they all learn. Oh, what about my Angie B? You know B Angie B? Okay, I know you're talking about. Yeah, okay. she also knew Patty and worshipped her and copied her. So many singers tried to be Patty Labelle. That's oh. why they're good singers. <laughs> Yeah, Aretha was from an era, you know, and definitely gospel. I would say just yes. So it had that gospel thing. Patty, we're talking about. I mean, from A to Z, you know. I remember when she was in LaBelle, seeing her at the um, what's that place in in Philadelphia? They used to have everybody, small club. It's still there, as a matter of fact. Seeing her there with LaBelle and seeing the way they dressed and everything. I, that just blew me away, and to think that she's she's look she looks fabulous. First, you thinking of the TLA uh, Theater of Living Arts? It wasn't TLA, which I love TLA. Trocadero. Trocadero. There you yeah, go. There you go. There you go. There you and go. I, Scotty J's worth something. <laughs> well, he's, he's, we we live there. We weren't from there, so we don't know. We were just there for a few years. I have to give a Patty LaBelle plug real quick though, because I know she's got all these like hit albums and everything. But really, she did an album in 1991 called Burning. It's my favorite Patty LaBelle album, uh, and she has a song on there called Love Never Dies. Everybody needs to go on Spotify and play Love Never Dies. She hits all the high notes, and she also does a duet with. Michael Bolton, which I know a lot of people don't like Michael Bolton, but I love Michael Bolton. And she does We're Not Making Love Anymore. And, and it's the name of the album is Burning, and everybody needs to get it, just like everybody needs to go for their holidays and, and get Kim Sledge's album, The Sacred Story, or Peaceful. We want to put some plugs in for that. Every, everyone should own Peaceful and play it when you're troubled. Play, play it, it for the holidays. It's Christmas. Well, play it. <clears throat> excuse me. My voice is going. Play it. <clears throat> pardon me. 
Play it when you're down. Play it when you need a little bit of heaven, because that's what that song is, a little bit of heaven. I also want to do another plug for Sister Sledge, and that is if you guys want to make a book a fabulous trip, go to Ireland. And on August 8th, 2020, uh, you guys are playing the Retro Festival in Ireland. And this is the cool thing about it. And Eileen's going to love this because Eileen loves Adam Ant. So it's Adam Ant, Billy Ocean, ABC, Howard Jones, Go West, Sister Sledge. It's basically like wow. the most iconic groups of the 80s. Wow, is all that performing, And Woo! you can go to... You can go to Ireland, have a vacation, see Sister Sledge and all the other great 80s bands, and just have a freaking like, blast. Do you like well, doing those retro shows? Yes, of course. I will say this. There's always absolutely – those songs are – a lot of those songs are classics. You know, you go in there, you just have a blast. So there, was, there will always be a place to do and always an audience for those kinds of songs because, look – I look at it like this. Good music is good music, and it's endless and it's timeless. And you got to with it. In Europe, mm-hmm. Adam Butterfly is never called retro. Wow. Interesting. Okay. In you- Europe, opera has been three, 400 years, the same song, the same theater. And people are still going to see it. And that's what I think of the music that you people put out, all you girls do. That is not retro. I hate the word. It's it's opera. <laughs> it's opera. Your opera. Your American opera, just as good as the, as the operas in Europe. It should be called the Superstar Festival because all it is is superstars. And... Retro is a car. Not these girls. These girls are not a car. <laughs> I, I want to say before we go off. From the bottom of my heart, I love your group. I love your sound. I love your voice. I love Kathy, and now I love you. So it's so nice meeting you, and I hope to meet you one day in person so we can have a hug. And uh, thank you so much for giving people so much joy. It's a beautiful gift, and you do it so well. And thank you so much for coming on our show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's been my pleasure. And one more, one more time, you guys, rockin' holiday soiree, December 14th. Go to SohoJohnny.com. Get your tickets. It's to benefit the American Cancer Society. You'll get to see Kim Sledge in all her gorgeous beauty and talent. And uh, it's for a really good cause, so please uh, get your tickets today and go support it. And, Kim, we want to thank Wait, you for one, coming one, on. Are you going to sing uh, Peaceful at this festival? That's not oh. a festival. It's a show. Oh, it's a show. <laughs> well, I, just... I, I haven't spoken to Soho Johnny about it yet. So... <laughs> Did I have lined up to sing, to just sing the Emmanuel songs I just sang? Yeah. Emmanuel. Yeah, I'll do it. You'll you'll bring the house down. Oh. I love it. I love it. So so you thank will. you so thank you so much for coming on the show. We wish you the greatest holiday ever. Um, wish the, to your whole family and your sons. Your son who helped set all this up for us was fabulous. And again, thank you, Theo, and uh, thanks, Eileen Shapiro. And um, I think that. Uh, that's it, right? That's what we got. So thank you so much. Sadly enough, that's all. <laughs> that's sadly enough. That's all. I have thank you, so and God bless you. But wait a minute. Thank you I have great nice having you. If I still lived in Doylestown, you would have you would have got mm-hmm. a knock on your door. It would have been me. <laughs> <laughs> I would have drove right over and said, all right, "Let's have coffee and cake." <laughs> <laughs> you know, the door's always open. Yeah, because you're, so you're a sweetie. Bye-bye, Kim. Thank you so much, Bye, everybody. Kim. Kim Sledge. Bye-bye, honey. All right, everybody. This is terrific. So, hey, Scotty J.
What a yeah. nice, what a nice uh, our video is spinning. How come our video is spinning? <laughs> she was so so nice. She's how, fabulous. Great how, how, how come the video is spinning? Because you have yeah. crappy internet. Oh, okay. So that's just on my side, not on yours? Not on mine, man. Okay, good. Uh, why is the screen has that great thing on it? What is that? What great thing? That? Yeah, no, the bottom. Uh, See how that's a laptop. That's it's, laptop. It's, it's getting your laptop. Oh, there you go. Now orange. I know. Well, that needs to go up, so that's okay. Oh, that's because you moved stuff around. I had it. See, I never on. touched the thing, you homo. Yes, you did. You moved the light, which moved everything because <clears throat> oh, the camera used the to light. be here. Okay. <laughs> now tilt it down again. Now you can't see it. Good. Now you can see us again. Yay, everybody. Okay. Too much light. We look like ghosts. No, we don't. We look fabulous. I just burped. Um, I have to like close this and start it all over and see if I can get back in here again. So everybody, we hope you enjoyed Kim Sledge. It was a good She's interview. She's an icon, and um, they don't get any better than Sister Sledge, buddy. Believe me. And the chat Excuse room, me. everybody like loved her. So, so what we're gonna do now is do a quick little uh, commercial. Actually, what I want to do is play a video. Uh, don't call our guest yet. We're gonna play a video. But wasn't just that, a, wasn't it that a good interview with Kim? I love that interview. It's gonna be up there, one of my favorites. So here's what we're going to do, you guys. Uh, we're going to play Climax. Uh, Climax is one of their big songs. The name of the song is I Miss You. We're not going to call her yet. We're just playing it to take up some time so you know who she is. And, uh, and then we'll play another one of our songs when we call her in 10 minutes. You guys have I Miss You? Yep. yep. I'll leave it All right, so everybody, this is, this is Climax. The name of the song is I Miss You. It was number three, uh, the third biggest song of 1985 on Billboard magazine. I think you guys will all know it. I know you'll love it, so enjoy.
All right, we're back. We're live. All right, everybody. That was Climax. I miss you. Now, did you remember that song, Scotty J and Danielle? Oh, yeah, I definitely did. Yeah. Everybody in the chat room knew it except for Twism, who said he was two. <laughs> they came out. <laughs> but Lady Lake, Eileen, Pat Grant, uh, Bruce Glasgow, everybody else, they all know I it. I mean, I remember it, and I'm pretty sure I'm way younger than Twism. Yeah, I think you are too, but you are but you also work in radio, so like you should know it. Uh, yeah, but I, I've you know, it, it, I know songs like from the 1930s, and I wasn't born yet. I mean, Twism is a little in another world. <clears throat> My twiz. Yeah, but actually, Bruce Glasshouse said it was the best makeout song of the day. Oh yeah, there were many great songs. You know something? Bruce says he'd be making out right now if it wasn't his dog wasn't the only thing living in the room. <laughs> we, you know, it's amazing how I don't understand how people could dislike black people and be mean to them. When there are so many of them who are so talented in film, especially in music. But you can't pick out black people. It's every people. No, no, no. I'm talking about white people that I've heard say derogatory things about black people while they're listening to a black singer who they love. I don't get it. I don't understand. It's crazy. I don't understand how you could love the black person's song, but not the person. It's crazy. I just don't get it. Thank God I don't get it. I'm so happy I, I don't feel that way ever. But we don't give the credit we should to the black music. It's fabulous. It's my favorite music of all. Absolutely. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to do a quick commercial and tell everybody thank you so much for listening to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. You listen to us live every Wednesday from 12 to 2 or 3 to 5 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time or 12 to 2 Pacific Time. You can hear us on K4HD Radio in L.A., Hit 1069 FM in New York, Jackalope Radio in St. Louis, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, Studio, Audio Boom, SoundCloud, Podomatic, Spreaker, Apple TV, Podbean on TV. We're on Roku, Vimeo, YouTube, Solibra Media, VIP TV, and Comcast. Woo! There we go. That was like a, a mouthful. And now... I think you missed a few. Uh, well, there's a whole bunch more, but those are the biggest ones. We really would appreciate everybody to listen to us on iHeartRadio and on um, iTunes and download and rate the show and review the show because we're trying to chart on those. So if uh, you guys want to like listen to the show, please do that. And then we also have a, a YouTube channel. It's uh, YouTube.com, The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. There you go. So did you guys have uh, – is, does it look like our guest is online, our next guest? Uh, bear with me here one second. And, yes, she absolutely is. Okay, so here's what we're going to do, you guys. We're going to play another song, this time uh, also by Climax, and this is a, an upbeat song. The name of the song is called uh, Meeting in the R Ladies' Room. It was a huge, 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 huge club hit, and uh, while we're playing it, we're going to get our next guest, Cheryl Cooley from Climax, on the line. How's that? Sounds good. All right, so we'll do it on Enjoy. All right, everybody, this is Meeting in the Ladies' Room by Climax. Enjoy. to come to this. Well, I'm back, but this time I'm with my man. And these women are putting their hands all over his Yamamoto Kanza, I swear to the iPod. And I'm much, much unhappy about that. I'd hate to come down to the level and become a BW, a basic woman. But if they don't stop, it's gonna get scandalous. Uh-oh! 
Seriously, it's no joke. You gotta like love it. Are we back? No, I don't know why we lost audio. Yes, we are, because the last of the video. All right, is I'm just gonna cut video. over. All right, everybody, we're back and we are live. Hey, Danielle, are you with us? Yeah. What happened was, is the end of the video is just um, video. It, there's no audio. Oh, because YouTube flagged us. Your your hit is so big, YouTube just flagged us for playing your song. We get in trouble all the time. Uh, what are we going to do? Anyway, all right, you guys. So anyway, um, now say I'd like something. i to smack them in the ladies. Say room. something, Cheryl, and let's make sure we can hear you. Hey, this is Cheryl Cooley of the all-female band Climax. 
There you go. All right. I loved it. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly gorgeous and talented Cheryl Cooley from Climax. Hello and welcome to the show. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. I've been looking forward to this. All right. Let me introduce you to everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, now, Ron. Uh, hi, baby. Now, listen to me. <laughs> who who are you smacking in the ladies' room? <laughs> you know, who I was messing with my man. <laughs> I love that song. I loved it always. I always thought it was a, a funny song. I love that part, you know, about how warning. Uh, and women used to meet in the ladies' room. I know the clubs I was in when I was a kid, uh, two girls would fight over a guy and they'd beat each other up in the ladies' room. That's a true story. That's not yeah. baloney. Yeah, well, it actually did derive from a, a, a actual real-life situation where uh, one of the girls in Climax saw one of the guys in Midnight Star, because we were on the same label, saw him at a club and ran over and hugged and kissed him because she was so excited to see him. And the girlfriend was upset, like, well, who is this woman? And so all of a sudden she jumped up from the table and went to the ladies' room and he thought, hey, that's a great idea for a song. So Midnight Star did actually write that song for Climax. There you it's go. a great song. It, it, it's a song that you, you can listen to in any year, any year and it's current. It's yeah, good. Yeah. Anyway, you you guys are pretty good, I got to tell you. Oh, well, thank you. You know, you're up there with the biggies. Oh. As, as we already said, we already did, um, you know, CeCe Penningston, uh -huh. who's a good friend, with Finally, which is a classic. And then, of course, Kathy Sledge and, and Kim Sledge with um, We Are Family. Yeah. And now we and now we have you with your great songs. Um, I, I just can't get over today. I was off the air. I was just saying I don't understand why people don't like black people because black people bring such beautiful music to us. And I know people that will say bad things about black people while they're playing black music. And I never understood it. And I'm so happy that I don't because <laughs> yeah. because it's not in my makeup, sweetheart. Trust me on that note. Oh, but I think that black people are talented as actors. <clears throat> Excuse me. They give a performance from the soul. <clears throat> Excuse me, damn it. We have to introduce her to people. We haven't but, done uh, After I get through with my baloney. I just want to get this off my chest because I get annoyed about this crap. Sure. Uh, and I have the voice. We're, we're in, uh, we have four and a half million people watching right now. We're 178 countries. Wow. So I would like them all to know that we are family. Yes. We, we are, are. <laughs> no matter what color, religion, or race. And, and and black people are wonderful people. I love them dearly because they really love back, big. They're not snobby. They're not cold. They're not selfish. When they love you, they hug you, and, and they're really great people, like Italians. <laughs> He's Italian, in I'm case Italian. you didn't figure. <laughs> Maybe on. that's why Italians and black people get along so good, because we love to eat and hug. <laughs> let, me, let me introduce you to everybody, Cheryl. First of all, this is Ron Russell. He's our cool, outrageous man about town co-host. So outrageous. <laughs> then we have behind the boards running our videos uh, in Philadelphia. We have the talented Scotty. J Scotty, say hi to Cheryl. Yo, Cheryl, how you doing? I'm doing good. Hi, Scotty. We had a little chat there earlier. <laughs> yes, yes, we did. I'll tell you what, it's not every legend that brings YouTube to its knees, but you made it climax. You made it climax, and then it just came down. You know? And then we have uh, Love her then we have uh, we have the talented Danielle, and she's at the W4CY studios in, uh, in, in Wellington, Florida. Danielle, say hi. Hello, and welcome to the show. 
And then we have a chat room filled of people. All, all the countries are, are, are basically in there. So just say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hey, everybody in the chat room. There you go. You have, and, and in the chat room, they're like, what a great smile. You have a great smile. And a, and a great laugh. And you're very up. And I'd love to be at a party with you with a couple of drinks. Yeah! We could have a good time, my sister. We could have a good time. <laughs> I, I think so. So for now, number one, congratulations on such an awesome career. You guys can follow uh, Climax on Twitter at Climax, and their website is Climax.com. Cheryl's one of the founding members of Climax. You guys know them. We actually played I Miss You. That's probably what started our, our YouTube thing. Uh, yeah. We played I Miss You, and then we played just now. We, we played Meeting the in the Ladies' Room, and you guys remember that song, The Men All Pause. I mean, they have so many freaking hits. And, uh, oh, wait a minute. I got to ask this question because I'm burning. Uh-oh. Okay, here we go. Or back in 1980-whatever, 90-whatever it was, how did you have the balls to call your group Climax? <laughs> well, uh, we took a chance. You know, we thought maybe by spelling it differently, we would, you know, be okay. But actually, when we were out on tour uh, in, in the 80s, when we did some of the Bible Belt, they on the radio ads they would say that C word group is also <laughs> the C the C word. If, I, even... if I heard that, I would have thought of an entirely different word. <laughs> climax. Yeah, so we, we did have a few obstacles. I love it. Look, how she's got such a personality. I know. Where are you? What state are you in? California. I'm oh, in Los okay. Angeles. I'm actually in Los Angeles. Oh, well, Angeles. then we're, then we're meeting. We're going to meet. Okay, we're going to meet. You want to go, you know, like, because I'm a publicist and, and like, I, we get invited to red carpet things all the time. Like, if I invite you, will you meet us at a red oh, carpet? Yes, of course. I'd love it. Yeah. Uh, we will yeah. definitely, we will definitely have you come. You have got, us. you have got to be on my friend list. There's no question about it. Okay. I mean, so much personality. Did your mother used to smack you when you were little? Like, no. sit down, stop it. Don't have so much personality. <laughs> well, you know, my mother and father had such a, a, a sense of humor. So I just, you know, inherited it. <laughs> So how were they with their daughter being like the lead person in a band called Climax? Were they okay with it? <laughs> well, let, let me start with saying uh, I started playing guitar when I was 11 years old. And my parents would always intrude on my space and have me to play guitar for them all the time. So, you know, as a kid, it would irritate me, right? Well, unfortunately, my father passed away when I graduated college, so he never knew about me being in Climax. But my mom, she followed me the whole time. And it was, you know, she, oh, I don't know, she didn't think it was going to be as big as it was. Because everybody in my immediate family, my, I just, just my, my mom, my dad, my sister, they all had extraordinary talents, but they were never able to take it to the next level. So, of course, they felt that same way that was going to happen for me. So when I told them, hey, I got a record deal, they were like, you do? <laughs> <laughs> so they were always very supportive. And the group is Climb. Now, did anybody ever ask you what's the name of your group? And you say Climax, and they say, did you? laugh it makes wrinkles <laughs> <laughs> no you have to like so what year what year did you guys come out with your first hit was like in 19 like 84 or something right no actually we had uh two albums that weren't as popular as meeting in the ladies room so our first uh 
uh, single actually hit in 1981. We had an album in 1981 called Never Underestimate the Power of a Woman, which I actually wrote the music for the single, and that's the, the, the song that got us the record deal with Solar Records. Our next album was called Girls We Girls, and on that album we had a song called Wild Girls that was written by Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, and we were their first outside project outside of the, the, the time. Oh, they, then, they were huge. That's yeah. huge. And then there was kind of a pause because there was an album that never got released uh, called Girls in the Band, uh, but it never got released. So the next uh, official uh, album that was released was Meeting in the Ladies' Room. And, you know, like I said, the the um, that song Meeting in the Ladies' Room was written by Midnight Star. And then the Men All Pause was written because we were at rehearsal one time and, you know, we had exerted ourselves. And one of the girls said, well, I think I'm, ha I'm having a hot flash. I think I'm going to menopause. But, you know, at 20, you don't know anything about menopause. They said, hey, that'd be a great idea for a song. So they just stood up and said, the Men All Pause. <laughs> <laughs> I freaking, like, love it. I so you guys really. Meanwhile, she's got a great voice, you know. By the way, you can sing in case no one's ever told you that <laughs> you can sing and you have a beautiful voice one thing that's different though about you guys is like because you play guitar it's not like you were like a girl group of a bunch of yeah. people who just like sang like yeah. you know so basically you're like the first spice girls but with instruments well uh actually as of today we are still the only r&b all-female self-contained band as far as r&b is concerned now of course there were pop bands like the go-go's that were self-contained but as far as R&B, Climax still does hold that reign as being the only R&B self-contained all-female band. You know, we had guitar, bass, drums, keyboards. So yeah, we were we were just like boom, a whole whole organization right there. <laughs> I like love now, it. Is Climax still playing? Are you still a group? Yes, I'm still I'm still performing. Yes, I, I you know I illegally use the name and go out and perform. The fans still show up. I still show up. You know, I I, I just so uh, oh gosh, I'm just so grateful that you know the the audience still wants to hear those songs. You know, even if they come up and say, "Hey, when I heard that song, I was you know blah 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 blah." But even yeah. the younger artists, I mean, the younger audiences, they come up and they say, "Oh, this is like really real music. I really like you guys." So as long as the audience shows up. Show up. <laughs> That's the attitude to keep. Yeah. I feel that way sometimes when I'm talking to friends and I talk about music and they say, I've never heard of that song. I said, Well, it was big in 1944. <laughs> <laughs> and I was four years old, so I know it because of my sister. My sister had all the, the remember the pink and blue chart paper with the oh. lyrics on it? Oh, it was like, like a washed out pink or a washed out yellow. Oh. And they used to buy it, 10 cents. What? 10 cents it was, and it was all the lyrics were on it of all the great songs of the 40s and 50s. And They're 60s. all writing in the chat room that they danced to Climax at their senior prom. I bet a lot of them got laid, too. They're uh, like, I miss we you. keeping it yeah. nice. That is nice. Laid isn't, uh, isn't bad. Let's not keep it up. It's <laughs> not a bad word. I'm trying to clean up our show so we can get a sponsor. <laughs> Somebody said that we could get condoms or Viagra to be sponsors. <laughs> I was thinking more of like palm olive soap, you know, <laughs> or Dr. Pepper. So, so like you perform, like who are, who are, what, what's probably the biggest crowd you ever performed for? Um, Actually, uh, I think uh, 88, 1986, we played uh, uh, Miami Beach. Uh, it was a festival, and I think we played for 40,000 people. 
Oh, Whoa. I was I was probably there because I lived there in 1986. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And and recently, since we've you know uh, been touring again, uh, uh, probably uh, twenty thousand uh, at a festival that we were at. Now, do you get nervous at all when you go in front of all those people? Do you like throw up before you go and then you're okay, or are you just good all the all the way to go? Oh, I still get nervous. I do. I do. Um, you know, a lot of my my friends say I get really quiet before I get on stage, but as soon as I get on stage and I see all those people, of course, there's a rush of adrenaline and a bit of fear, only because I want the show to be perfect. Perfect. And, you know, in my mind, in my artist's mind, I'm thinking, oh my God, they hurt me, missed that chord. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I agree with that. I'm never nervous before I work. But uh, I'm cautious, and yeah. I'm quiet also. I'm very cautious of everything around me yeah. to make sure that it's plugged in, that this one knows what they're doing, that the light is hitting right. I'm one of those. Yeah. Like Lainey Kazan is the same way, by the way. Lainey, she, she tells the lighting guy. Do you know who Lainey Kazan is? Of course she knows Lainey Kazan. You don't know Lainey Kazan? <laughs> she doesn't know Lainey Kazan. People don't know Lainey, Lainey Kazan. Lainey Kazan is a fabulous singer from the... Uh, she's Barbara Streisand's stand-in at Funny Girl. Oh, wow. And she was a singer from the 60s. But you'll, you'll know her as an actress. You'll know her from the movie okay. my, my Great Big Fat Wedding. My, my Big Fat Greek Wedding. She's the mom in she all those Big Fat mother. Greek Wedding movies. But oh, you see, okay. you see, okay. see, Everybody knows her when they see her or are you telling Big yeah. Factory Wayne, but they don't know her name? And she's yeah. a good, she's a very good friend of mine. So when I go to see her in concert before I'm sitting in the audience before they come in, and she's that light's not right. Oh, I don't care for that sound. The guitar, yeah. tune it, baby, tune it. You know, she's one yeah. of those. Yeah. So, do, do you do that? Yeah. Yeah. You know, everything has to be in the right place on the stage. You know, especially since we're not standing still. I mean, there's a lot of activity on stage. I still got to get up and shake. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you just stand there, you know, I gotta, you know. So I gotta make sure that everything is clear. There's no cords. The amp is in the right position, so I can hear it. Yeah, it's a lot going on. You know, I mean, right. when I'm on stage, I gotta pay attention to the. Uh, I gotta do uh, play guitar, sing, do steps. Make sure the promoter is not running on the stage saying, "Get off, get off." Right. See, the audience doesn't understand. The audience doesn't understand that. When Tina Turner performs, they think she just sings and jumps around. Yeah. They don't realize that that's choreography yeah. and that it's a lot of hard work. Yeah. And and just on a quick note, God bless you, Tina Turner. There yes. we go. I want to tell and, you, too, and, you got to happy, my love. You have so many well. fans in the chat room. Everybody's talking about how much fun they have and how they love your music, and they would go steal you. And we got one person in there. His name's Carnell Alexander. He's actually the host of Twin Radio. He does a music show. It's one of the biggest shows on the East Coast. Okay. And uh, uh, and he says, what is she? Oh, now I just lost it. I th it says something like she's still fine as hell. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm fine. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. So, are you a single lady? Yes. Okay, what's his name? Give him, give him. Carnell Alexander. <laughs> After the show, swap phone numbers. You never know. Yeah, it says she's still fine as hell, and he has like a little smiley face with kisses all over Oh, it. Cornell. Cornell. Carnell. 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 Everybody else is talking about how their prom night was really successful because I'm sure. of, because of Carnell. Yeah, yeah. I remember, yeah, prom night at Disneyland. We did like four or five shows. It was great. It was great. Yeah, I remember them. Yeah, with the SOS band. Yeah. Who are oh, some of the SOS. Oh, I loved SOS. Wait, who are some of the biggest bands that oh. you enjoyed playing with? Because I'm sure you did a bunch of like double, triple bills. 
Uh, okay, well, our first tour was with uh, Midnight Star, Shalimar, Climax, because we were all on Solar Records. Shalimar, oh, that's huge. another one yeah. I love. Yeah, um, we always had a great time with Zap. I mean, even now when I run into Zap on the road, you know, it's still a good time that I have with them. Again, the SOS band. Uh, I remember playing with the group The System back then. That was oh, my God, I love The System. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! I God. wish we could get SOS on. Are they still working? I don't. Yeah, they must yeah, be. They, they, really, they are. They're working a lot. And matter of fact, I'll give you their contact info when we get off. Please, yeah, I that love, would love What them, was yeah. their hit that I loved? That wonderful um, one. Oh, I can hear the music. I, I can hear it too, but I can't yet. think of the lyric. But it was fabulous. Yeah. It, boy, what an arrangement it had. Oh, was yeah. it a good song? So yeah. what? what what is like? What like? Do you have a favorite climax song that you like to perform? And do you still do you perform the ballads still? Yeah, we we uh, we perform all the hits. Uh, the promoters usually hire us for you know approximately an hour, and we're actually able to play like all of our our eight popular songs that we have. You know, sometimes if it's a little longer, we'll add other people's music. But you know, when we start playing, people don't realize. Oh yeah, they did that song. Oh yeah, they did. A lot of people just remember us for Meet Miss Man, as we call it. Meeting in the Lazy Room, I Miss You in the Middle of All. But we really did have a lot of other hits. And once we played them, then people really remember. I mean, we even did a song out of the movie um, uh, Running Scared called Man Size Love. You know, so, I mean, we have those kind of songs that we do. Who is in Running Scared? Who's in uh, it? Gregory Hines and Billy Crystal. Oh, wow. That's, yeah. awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we did a video for it and everything. It was great. It was great. I mean, you know, at the time we were on MCA and they really tried to get us involved in a lot of things that were going on at that time. I mean, I have to say, you know, Solar and MCA, all of them were very supportive of Climax and, and, and you know, pushing our careers as best they could at the time. Now, a question I ask most people from those, those days, were you robbed by the uh, creatures that ran the business? Would they copy your money? Because we have a good friend. I won't mention her name. How many millions did she get robbed of? Joya. Who? Joya. Oh, she knows her. Do you know Expose? The, <clears throat> group, the group Expose? Uh, yeah, yeah. Sure. They're very, very good friends of ours. And they basically, like, they got paid $200 a show and they sold 10, 12 million records and would sell out 20,000. They got robbed of, of over 10 uh, they didn't, million yeah, they didn't make any money. dollars. Wow. Um, the same thing with CC. Same thing. We had CC Peniston got robbed. Like, I don't know if you know CC, but we've had her. We, we, her. we talked to her just weeks, a couple weeks ago about At, it. With her finally was in Priscilla Queen of the she Desert. She didn't get paid for and that. And she never got paid for it or credit. Yeah. I mean, how do they have the nerve just to grab somebody's song and use it in a so movie? So he wants to know: Were you were you kind of taken care of, and were you okay through all of that, or did you guys have some tough knock learning experience? Well, no. I mean, we were taken care of pretty much. I mean, I, I know there's money out there that we didn't receive, but I mean, we weren't like totally Robin Hood robbed kind of. Okay, that's good. Well, yeah. that's good. Yeah. good and you're still you. performing now, so that's yeah. that's even better. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So many performers that we know were really. Cheated of so much money. Who yeah. was the one that really got cleaned out? There's a whole bunch of them. No one, one big famous one. She made ten million and she lost, got not even a nickel. Who was that? I don't even remember. Somebody. There's so many sad stories though of artists yeah. from the '80s who really, yeah. you know, just didn't, didn't. Unfortunately, they just, they just didn't, you know, work out well. It didn't work out and they didn't make any money. And even though they sold like millions and millions of records. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, the, 
some of those shows that show, you know, the history of other groups, I won't mention a name, but there's, you know, a particular one that everybody talks about. And, you know, I, he I hear the stories and it's like story after story is the same, is the same, is the same. We all really kind of experienced the same thing and didn't teach the next one not to fall into the same trap. And that right. was just too bad. That was a, that's yeah. a mistake. Yeah. That's definitely the mistake. Yeah, um, yeah we, we're not allowed to say anything, but we're promoting uh, people to understand what has been done to so many talented oh, singers sure because one in we have one in mind who's in a legal battle right now and we were asked never to discuss it but i think she's going to set a precedent where when she wins the case a lot of performers who have been robbed will be uh remunerated reciprocated yeah, right remunerated. oh great remunerated yeah. like so it's going to work for a lot of people you know you got to get up there and get it out there Oh, Otherwise, yeah. these creatures, they hide and they do it all the time. Look at what's the name? Uh, Stevie Nicks. <clears throat> Stevie Nicks said, I'm not doing recordings anymore because they steal it. I just do live shows because I get money. She said, but the minute I record a song, bingo, stolen. How yeah. do you feel about that? No, I, I am very much in agreement with that. Um I feel the same way. But what I found is a lot of times the promoters will ask you, hey, do you have anything new out? Even though you're not going to make any money, sometimes that vehicle itself is is a way to promote yourself. You almost have to pay, think of it like you're paying to promote yourself. And that's yes. like back in the day when you would get residuals from it. Uh, I mean, it's unfortunate. And, of course, going into the studio, and I'm going to say I'm old school. I don't do it on a computer. I go into a real live studio. So that costs money. And a lot of times, you know, when you're putting all that energy, monetary energy, your talent, you really want to see some some results from it. But it's not like it was back in the day. It's a whole new ball game. You just have to look at it as, you know, a an investment into promoting your your act, your show, your your talent. So you can keep getting booked, you know, because that's where yeah. the money is now. The really? money is for you to go do shows. Well, that's yeah. why everybody's doing it. It's, it's a big, big. Because there's such a resurgence of, of all the 80s artists, you know, they're all coming back now. They're all, if they broke up, they're getting back together. I mean, I love it because that's my era, and I think that's the greatest era ever. Well, it's not my era because I'm going to be 80, so I go all the way back. Oh, see, I wouldn't have been able to tell that. I just knew you were going to say, oh, I don't know, 40, 50. I, you know, I don't... Oh, I love you more now. Um, <laughs> no, seriously, I find that um, the disco era was fabulous. Yeah. And also the early rock and roll was fabulous. Yeah. Now, in the, in the late 50s, all the great groups that sang. Yeah. Now, I'm probably telling my age, but I'm going to say it really was the Beatles that sparked me into wanting to play guitar. Uh, but my what actually got me, you know, like uh, learning uh, and getting lessons with my sister was married to a jazz musician by the name of Hubert Laws. And he happened, even though he's a flautist, <laughs> as you say, uh, okay. he had a guitar uh, at my, my parents' house. And I just kind of started picking at it. And they were like, hey, let's get Cheryl some guitar lessons. And I started playing guitar when I was 11. Okay, now you decided you're going to sing. Okay. What made you think you could sing? Okay, so one day I had a dream, nightmare, daymare, whatever your belief system is. I saw myself on stage playing guitar. The music was going, the lights were going. I was getting ready to step up to the microphone and sing. And all of a sudden I looked to my right and looked at the band and thought, gee, they look kind of odd, but oh well, let's start singing. I started singing. So let's fast forward, oh, I don't know, 15 years, I guess. I'm <laughs> working with Climax. 
on stage at the Olympic Auditorium in Los Angeles, California. The lights are going, the music's going, all of a sudden, deja vu. Oh, my God, here is the dream. What was it about the band that I couldn't understand when I looked to my right? So I looked to the right, and I was like, it's an all-female band, a concept I wouldn't have had at the time. So I have to say this whole Climax thing is a dream come true since before I was 11 years old. That's very interesting because very fun too. people have those kind of dreams. They yeah. just don't know how to interpret them. But yeah. I, be I believe that the future has been before. The future is really the past. Yeah. Yeah, we I just, agree. We just redo it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, am, I am so into metaphysics and the whole spiritual, uh, you know, things are, are out there that you can't explain that just happen. I'm just really into that. I'm, I, I study that for many, many, many years. I believe that the creator made X amount of people to kill, destroy, and be Hitler. And he also, or the creator, also made wonderful people like you and all of our friends to perform and bring joy to people. Sure, sure. So I, I think agree. there's a, an even amount of, of yeah. bad and good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the whole thing of... of the yin and yang. Yeah, there you go. That's it right there. Exactly. Yeah. So how, okay, you're wearing a Climax shirt. How many guitars do you own? Uh, a lot or a little? Do you like play with the same one all the time, or do you have a favorite, or do you like just switch them up, or do you have a lot, or do you have a little? Okay, I have less than ten, probably less than eight. Uh, I have one favorite, that one right there. That's my <laughs> okay. Um, I, I also have one almost just like it, this handmade. That's you know, I don't know, whatever, two thousand dollars. I don't like playing that one. I like playing that one over there. That's a hundred and fifty pawn shop special. <laughs> <laughs> that just shows you though like because i used to be a tennis player and i was very competitive and i played through college and and my coach growing up would always tell me because people always complain about the racket and they would say you can play tennis with any rackets anybody gives you as long as you have comfortable shoes and your feet don't hurt it doesn't matter what the racket is well, and yeah. uh and i think a lot of that has to do i mean with guitars if you're a good guitar player you can play any guitar like sure. you don't have to have like, sure, special yeah. guitar. i mean uh, just recently i uh, was hired by uh Thelma Houston to play uh, in her band you know cuz i i get hired for you know side gigs through the union and stuff like that and the airline lost my guitar <laughs> Oh, that's <laughs> there. It's okay. It's okay. So when I got there, you know, of course they had to get a guitar for me, and you know they happened to get one that was just like that one, felt just like it, and everything. So you know, it's just like boom, the show must go on. It's so you, there's a certain feel of a certain kind of guitar that you know you can always do your best with. Thelma Houston, that's big too. Thelma yeah. Houston's a superstar. Yeah, she calls me every once in a while. If you want her number, I'll give you that too. Absolutely, we love all that stuff. Like now, my so, qu my question, I minutes. ask everybody: Do you know Patty Labelle? <laughs> no, I don't know Patty, but I've ran into her a couple of times. She would probably wouldn't know. Well, I mean, she know the group Climax, but we don't know each other personally. <laughs> oh, good. So, so who's I'm, on your bucket list? No, I'm I'm gathering a bunch of people. Because I want them he all to, to do a Mary Well. I want them show. all to call her up and tell her Ron Russell wants you on his show. Oh, <laughs> okay. That's his like ultimate. Uh, would you be to mine too? Because I love Patty. I have Bell. to interview Patty before I kick the bucket. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> oh, they they want you to stand up and show your shirt one more time. All right. Carnell, that's for you because he's the one who says she has to show the shirt she's wearing. So it says an yeah, experience right. with remembering and a feeling you won't forget. Climax. That's true. I don't forget now, that. Do you feel like Do you feel like that Carnell has X-ray vision? 
and he really wasn't looking at the guitar. Yeah, you gotta like love it. So on a bucket list, you perform with so many people. Who is somebody who you'd be like, oh my god, I would like love to perform with X. If you could perform oh. with anybody, they could be living or dead. You could even pick oh. somebody who kicked the bucket. Yeah, I mean, hey, living, I would have loved to have been on the same stage with Prince. I mean, I'm going to oh, be Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I'm still a Beatles fan because for me, they really started a whole movement. They're still continuing today. Uh, that would be another thing. Um, let's see, living, uh, oh, uh, Bruno Mars. I'd love to be oh. on stage. Yeah. I love Bruno Mars. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Nobody's ever picked Bruno Mars either. Oh, wow. No, yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. Oh, I would like that. I think that's a cool one. Bruno Mars, yeah. Yeah, Bruno Mars is good. I like that a lot, actually. Yeah. I think that's so much fun. So, okay, so then, um, uh, first of all, you guys, you can follow Climax on Twitter. It's at Climax, and it's K-L-Y-M-A-X-X. There's no C. Climax. Don't get over it. Uh, the website is Climax.com. Are you on like, oh, there you go. Woo! She is so freaking prepared. Oh, I love it. You're so ready. It's great. You save us work. It's good. And then good. what about, like, are you on Instagram or any of the other platforms? Yeah, uh, okay. All the rest of them are, are Climax Music. On Instagram, Climax Music. On uh, YouTube, Climax Music. Uh, what else is there? Yeah, just, yeah, all of that is on the Climax.com website. All of our uh, social media. On Twitter, it's just Climax. Have you got anything out right now that's current, new? Uh, we have a song called Love Me. It's a very sultry kind of sleazy kind of ballad kind of, you know, love me. You know, a, a command, a female command. Love me. Like but you, but you, 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 never sent, you never sent it to us. Oh, it's like love me like. like oh, wait a minute. You, <laughs> hitting you. You, 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 <laughs> never, you never sent it to us. Oh, wow. Okay. You should have oh. sent it to us. We could have played it now. Yeah, I understand. I understand. Yeah, yeah. You'll have to come back. We'll have to bring it. you back then. That way we can, like, play it. <laughs> okay. with, that great, with that great laugh, you're welcome anytime. They also, they're I saying the K word. Now they're saying the K word instead of the C word. And love me, make me climax. <laughs> <laughs> gotta like freaking like love it i think it's just fabulous so do you have any shows coming up we should promote and tell people well actually uh we don't have anything on the books until march uh, i think it's march 21st in ontario california and i just want to put a shout out to any promoters or booking agents you know call me hey we're ready we're ready to perform. absolutely you guys can go to climax.com k-l-y-m-a-x-x.com Oh, actually, you should be so easy. I mean, do you have a good? Do you have a booking agent? I don't have any one booking agent. I, you know, it's like all over the place. I right. Mean, you know, it's they'll they'll call me directly, which is cool. You know, but uh, I am kind of talking to somebody now about helping me with management because you know, there's just some things I don't know as an artist, and I really need help. Uh, I, okay, we'll talk later because okay. uh, I yeah. know a lot of shit. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> we were supposed to keep the show very clean. It is clean. Shit's not that bad. No, we don't want to use any kind of stuff that, you know, who? Big iHeart gets very upset with oh, us. Oh, hey, iHeart. <laughs> you know, hi, iHeart. We love you. <laughs> and they said, we're only allowed, I think, three Fs we can say. Oh, yeah, they count all the Fs. Our show normally is very nasty. I mean, and outrageous. But when we have guests like you and Kim on, you know, we... We clean it up because you guys are icons. So we well, wanna... we sometimes have these young girls with enormous fake boobs and sexy, you know, and when they come on, they want to be dirty and nasty and say crappy stuff. 
So we do. <laughs> we, we oblige them. Absolutely. So you guys, listen up. This is Climax. You can go on Spotify and you can like stream any of the stuff that's on Spotify. They've got songs. You can follow Cheryl by following the social media. It's Climax Music on uh, Instagram and Facebook. Uh, Climax on Twitter. Listen to their music. It's historical. It's phenomenal. It's, it's stuff not that everybody should know. It's, it's fun. It's- it's not historical. It's called music. And music has no age. We age. Music doesn't. Because when I hear certain songs from the 80s, 70s, or 60s, my mind goes back to when I was young. Absolutely. And I live through that song again. And it's wonderful because the memories are so fabulous. So everybody, please follow Cheryl Cooley and Climax in all your social media. We want you to do a quick shout out to Michael Neely from Times 10 Magazine for introducing us. You are on the cover of that magazine, I believe. And that's a fabulous magazine. Everybody check it out. And we want to thank Michael for setting this interview up. We want to thank you for coming on. And we will talk some more soon. And when I get some invites for uh, Red Carpets, I'm going to contact you to go with us. I want that smile. I want want a hug and that big smile in person. Absolutely. All right, everybody. Thank you, Cheryl. Thank you. Thank you, Danielle. Thank you, Scotty J. Thank you, chat room, everybody. We'll see you guys next week. Have a great weekend. Bye. In the mix, yeah, we in the mix. It's another episode. Here we go. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.